Good afternoon. Welcome to the Community News Podcast of Durumi FC. If this is your first time here, this is a podcast dedicated to the footballing event that happened on the pitch of Durumi FC. Just in case you don't know, Durumi FC World Club that is domiciled in Durumi district of Abuja, the federal capital territory of Nigeria. Today is the seventh day of August 2021. And like you all know, we are still in the season of the Olympics, Tokyo 2020. I am the full spirit and I have a full house. Max, Sicily, and Black Child. We will be they will, they will be helping me dissect and talk about all the events that happened today, today, a rainy Saturday morning. Things happened and we're talking about them. Also, uh, a lot of transfer stories have been happening in Europe in, as we await the, the resumption of the new season. Thank God the fans are back. So football now takes a proper shape with the fans in the stadium. Like they all say, the weekend is here, so enjoyment is near. All right, I start with Max. Today's, today's games, the rain, and everything that that happened how would you tell the whole world how it went down <clears throat> good morning this marks here it was a joyful scene seeing the atmosphere when we came out to the pitch all looking glorious and the large crowd of players that came out massively to play football it was all splendid and the four teams were massively packed full it was a beautiful game today Cecily, uh, your point? Yeah, um, I, I can actually tell you that today was one of the most difficult games I've had since the history of Durumi FC. It was so difficult. Like, at first, there weren't goals, you know, there weren't much goals. And even in total, there weren't much game, uh, goals in there weren't much goals in today's, in today's match. So, well, but uh, the weather actually. You know, made the whole thing fun. Nobody gassed out. Even after, uh, at the end of the, everybody was still very energetic. People felt like continuing to play. But for the fact that the time has actually gone, so we decided to stop. We had fun at the end of the day. So, did you, did you like the fact that the rain was was defiled by by by, by, by the, the players too today? I, I I loved the rain. Actually, it, it, uh, there was nothing wrong with the rain. I didn't see anything wrong. With it. The rain actually made everybody. Nobody felt like, you know, get no. Nobody really got tired. So I, I actually enjoyed the rain. Rainbow. Black child. The pe- people came very early today. Yeah, because of I think it was due to the uh, discussions of last week and the and the warning that went out. What your what do you think about it? I think yes. I think the warning from last week was good. Uh, people had to you know, ginger up, come early. Uh, I think this is the biggest number we've had during warm-up today. For so many players you know, during warm-up. Uh, I'm also quite impressed with the turnout, even with the weather. Although the weather was bad. It wasn't raining when we started, but all throughout the, uh, the session, it was raining. So kudos to the guys for turning up under such weather. Yo, your own up style seems to be 
the most uh, interesting and and ever looking forward to your to your, to your warm up style, Black Child. Where did you where did you le- learn it from? <laughs> you know, since I've played uh, football, uh, I have so many warm up uh, techniques. Uh, something that I've picked up all throughout my playing time, even under many coaches. You know, we used to have a fitness coach at one point. You know, so it's something I've uh, I've picked up all throughout my football time. So you know, it's all about warm up is you must make it interesting. You know, let let players enjoy it. That's the beauty about warm up. But in your heydays as a as a footballer, were you actually leading the team in sessions like this? Uh, when I was playing, I was the captain for many years, and uh, the captain was the one leading warm up. Uh, we had a physical trainer who was always pushing us. But when the warm up starts, as a captain, you lead. You lead by example and take your players. So yes, I was always taking warm-ups. Okay. So back to you, Max. Before we go to the score, can talk about the goals we scored today. Um, we got, we saw a lot of new players today. I don't know, new players, and so many guys played very well today. So which of the players do that for you? There was this particular guy in the Orange House, I think. Namaya's house, right? Yeah, I, I love. I don't know his name. Thank God. Okay, the guy is very good. I, I, I love his aggressions. I love his marking. That big, I think he played four for some time. Then later he went to pair up with Francis. No, purple, purple, purple. Remember the purple? I told you about the guy. One way aside. That guy is good. He, I'm among all that came came in today, but he stood up because he slotted in perfectly well. With us, with style of play, they were playing in Namaya's house, and he was like the bedrock, like he was their pinpoint man. If 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 you could take him out from the team, that team would have been porous. But he was like the main benchmark in that game. So overall, now um, new and old, which player will you pick as your best performance? I think I would take Osams, uh, Allen's guy that played it for us, the centre back for us, uh, Charles. Charles. Charles because it was unbelievable because owing to the father, it's been why now he played and 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 now he's standing anyway. He was like a rock for us at our defense. So to me, I I I, I single-handedly picked him from from the onset that he was going to be our the best man today in the pitch. Um, Cecily, you have a different opinion. Your best player, best performer today, old and new. Uh, well, maybe I will just give it to Kata, man. What? Mm. Kata was 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 Kata I actually asked him for his name after the session for this particular moment. Oh, new. Oh, oh, for him, he was my man of the batch today. I actually asked him for his name after the session for this moment because he was solid. He was winning anything in the air. He was a monster today. So he was my own man of the match today. So, um, thank God, wins the award. Yes, for the. Thank God, right? Yeah. Thank God, right? I'm not just thank God, I choose Charles. Okay, uh, uh, Charles. Okay, choose, choose Charles. So, we now have a definite best player for the week. We use them, we use both. Okay, so now, maybe if I choose one of these persons now, we will win. One of them will win. So now, from what I said, I said 
I actually said that nobody was actually so outstanding. Yeah. And from the statistics we are carrying out here, you, you could see. So he had a vision. Uh, no matter how bad the match is, yeah, somebody the, must Okay, now, but from what we just... Before now, before I, before now, it used to be... Correct yeah, it used to be maybe two people would go for one person. You know, but today everybody had their own different views. Well, I, I think I think I think Charles too was outstanding today. If you ask him, because of because of his fitness, he's coming back from 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 a lot of um, uh, this is not how he used to play for a while now. He was outstanding today. Also, thank God, guy. I I, I, I thought about it when I was outside. I asked yeah, someone, I say, man, that guy is solid. So it works and everything. So 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 because of the the tie now and for the purpose of continuity, I think I can go with Charles today. Let me give it to let me give it to Charles. Let's say Charles. At least he's our he's part of the ancestral team. <laughs> so to just not to be sure, that guy is a is a one minute is a one day flash in the pan kind of player. So if he puts up performance again next week, then I can consider. Alright guys, so Black Child, are you ready with the scorecard? Yes. This is the most interesting part. Yes, uh, the scorecard, scorecard today, uh, the 7th of August. Uh, not many goals were scored. Six. Uh, Yusuf uh, Masalat scored two goals. Uh, Coach Austin scored a goal. Black Child, myself, I scored a goal. A fluky goal, I must say. Uh, Coach Beatrice also got a goal today. Uh, Virgin Boy, Virginus, also back from the dead, he scored a goal today. Uh, on the top scorers, none of our our goal scorers scored today. They said it was a dry spell for them today. Yeah, all our all our goal scorers forgot their boots, or the rain washed it away. Uh, Namaye still on uh, 26 goals. Uh, Unity has uh, 22 goals, while Officer has 21. Uh, closely followed by Carter, who has 9 goals. Uh, Coach Beatrice is now on 8 goals. Uh, Black Child and Masalat are on 7 goals. While the following player, Wiz Lion, Efe, Yaro, are on 6 goals each. 042 is still on 5, while Edu is on 5 goals. Uh, we go down the line. Uh, Allen is also on five goals. Chisom is on five goals. Max is on four goals. Uh, the Full Spirits, four goals. Uh, there we have two goals from Godwin. And then a goal each for Ahmed, Sicily, Godia, Isaac, Yauza, Manish, Michael, Mike, Officer Mugaji, Monday, Austin, and Virginus. One goal, goal. Each. one goal. So, I, I, so which of these these goals today was 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 was? Can you pick out of this cherry? Ah, uh, there was a nice goal that was scored that was cast because it was towards the end of the game. You know, the combination play, which I was involved in, but it wasn't my set. That would be my goal of the day. But uh, Austin. But the goal was cancelled because it was yeah. when, when well, it, so it, it's, it's invalid. Yeah. So, so uh, I think my best goal today would be ah, no goal stands out really for me. No goal stands out for me. Uh, I think I'll give it to Virginus. Well, that was a goalkeeper mistake, but it's caught from a corner kick. Are you Max? Well, there's one thing I believed in. 
scoring from a dead ball situation, um, a dead ball situation to me is all, to me I always give, give, give it as the best because it takes a lot from the player to actually take the ball past the wall first before the before the crowd of players and then the goal keeper. So I'll, I'll, I'll give the best goal to Dejis Go. I think it's because you're a dead ball specialist. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I know what it takes to do that. So I'll definitely give it to you. So Cecily, are you giving it to your goal or you have another opinion? I'll, I'll give it to Coach Beatrice. Yeah, it was a very wonderful build-up. Like, it wasn't just... It was well-planned. And the, the final thing was just there, you know? So I'll give it to Coach Beatrice. That was the first goal for today. I think I share your opinion too. That is goal, to me, was the best goal today. Because probably that, that, that was the only goal I saw. I didn't see other goals like that. But again, he also had the the best miss yeah. of the day. Okay, the best Alex, miss or the worst miss. The world, the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. So can we can we talk about can we, can we talk about that, that, that assist? First, but from 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 the spectators from outside, when Allen made that move, when Allen made that turn and split that defense, we were all shouting go. I think we started screaming go like from outside. Then I don't know. I don't know what happened to him because he scores fantastic goals. Coach is also someone that has scored beautiful goals. So we expect him to see magic from his footer at this point in time. All of a sudden, he just hits the ball once, wayward, like to the throwing. I think it was even to the throwing, so not even to the goalpost. So it was horrible for, for somebody like that. Now, going to talking about Coach Beatrice, you know, he has not been here for like eight weeks or thereabouts. You know, he's a regular goal scorer. He has eight goals now. Imagine, he scores like once every week at least. He gives you one goal every every week. If he was consistent, do you think he would have his goals would have would, would, would have increased? Yeah, it would have increased. I feel his goals, yes, would have increased, but it won't be up to the level of uh, the top three. Now my officer and the unity, I think he's 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 not as clinical as those individuals, but his numbers will be higher. And actually, I'm actually impressed by the way he played today. After leaving the pitch for a very long time, he came back with a lot of energy. You know, he didn't drop form. You know, I was expecting him to drop form, but actually, he's doing very well. So I'm, I'm impressed. So he had the best goal and the worst miss. <laughs> from from. Wow! Wow! Yes! Yes! I, I, I have a better worst miss than because because Beatrice Zodi he had to do a lot of work. Yaozan didn't need to do anything. He was touchable. And it was easier to to score than to miss and twice. So my own miss of the or movies of the day goes to Yaozan. He fired blanks actually. Why? Why one shot? We're talking about. We're talking about, to me, I've always said it even from the school, the school feedback. If you call, uh, uh, what do you call this guy, scout, to come and watch us, by mere looking at us, you pick your as the first player you want to buy. Physically, he has the height of a footballer, the physique, the strength and everything, but the footballing sense is not there. Like, it's just not there. And I think it's a major misfit for him playing football. Okay, Sicily, oh, the yeah. veteran Emekaike was here yeah, he to play with us today and considering his age and time and everything, he's been here with us twice, twice now 
I, I think today we had him. We, he had more playing time than the last time he came. Today was more competitive than the other time he came. How would you assess his game? Talking about Emeka Kid, Emeka Kid, the veteran, not Hollywood actor that we watched kissing all those girls when we were young. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, I was so happy to see him in the pitch today, man. And actually, considering his age, I wouldn't fault anything. You understand? And owing to the fact that he's not something he does like every time, you know, he's something he does just when he has the time. So, man, uh, we just just we just keep giving him an encouragement to keep it up. You know, anytime he has time, anytime he's in Abuja, he should just come around and then try to burn up burn off some calories and all that. Actually, Amekike has been my idol when I was growing up, so I was so 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 happy to see him. You know. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was great having him around and really enjoying his game. So, guys, when we come back, we'll be diving straight to international football, talking about the Olympics and the resumption of major leagues in Europe. And don't forget also that Messi and Barcelona are in, are in limbo. We will talk about these things when we come back. Don't go nowhere. This is the community news. Welcome back, guys, to the concluding part of our podcast, The Community News. Um, now we're heading towards Europe and mainly international football, football, international football. The Olympics is on. Mr. Max, for the first time in so many months, we will have fans in the stadium. Yesterday we watched Bonamart um, versus West, Brom, uh, West Bromwich Albion in the... In the Championship! Wow, it was it was really really amazing to see fans back in the stadium. They were just they were just supporting their sides. They showed the atmosphere was 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 something else. Uh, I don't know if you watch you watch the match. How what's your reaction seeing fans back into the stadium? It was marvelous. I was happy first. First and foremost, in the house, we 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 actually watching something as when it struck me that today was the first like opening match. So I went to ESPN and tuned in, and I saw the crowd. When when I saw saw the crowd, it was it was like a difference in like at least we're in a new world entirely. Like we are past the COVID era now. We are seeing fans in the stadium and their jubilation. Like they were supporting both. When when I saw Scott Parker with his all dress suit and all standing by. The Touchline and seeing fans close to him screaming all that, I was like, No, he's the co coach of Ben Bonamot now, the new coach of Bonamot. So I was like, Wow, this this is going to be marvelous. And you could see the strength in the players, like having the fans cheering them, going. There was this black guy for Bonamot that was doing the heart attack and all that. You could hear fans cheering him up anytime. So it was really marvelous. I hope we could see this in, in Premiership. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure other, other leagues around the world are open to, to fans. I think it's only premiership that is. Monaco Namit yesterday we are having just few fans. I think they are still they are still respecting. They are still scared of the corona virus. So today is the community shield um, community shield match between 
Man City the winners of the league in England and Leicester City the winners of the FA Cup. I don't know, we've not seen them play. I, I, nobody knows how this team could play. This is just like a cutting result to the EPL 2021-2022 season. Blackchild, uh, how do you want to talk about this, please, man? What are we expecting? Ah, although it's a friendly match, but for me it's a glorified friendly match uh, because there's a trophy involved, so uh, there's a lot at stake. But for me, it's still a friendly match because both teams are still in the preparation stages. Like I was reading this morning that Foden and De Bruyne are not available for the game. They're still injured from the Euros. Uh, Leicester City also lost Fafana to a serious injury, almost a leg break during one of the friendly matches before the final. So most of the teams are still trying to catch their feet. Even Grealish won't be starting. Yeah, they said they won't be starting. So for me, Manchester City, of course, are the favourites. That's very obvious. But it's still a friendly match for me. Like last year, this time last year, Arsenal beat uh, Liverpool in the Community Shield and Arsenal had their worst season of, in, in 25 years or more. So I don't really look into the Community Shield, but those are a lot at stake. And City, of course, are the favourites. Okay. So apart from the Grealish transfer, a lot, a lot really happened in this season. People, people, people went for free. Some were bought. There, were, there, there was a record-breaking transfer, especially in England, where Jack Grealish broke the record, British record. What other transfer stood out for for you? I think Manchester United have done very well in the markets. I think that's one that's turned my head in England. Yeah, I think buying Varane and uh, Sancho has been a real coup. Uh, for a Manchester team, we know they are doing quite well. You know, they pushed City uh, last season. Uh, I think with those two additions, because we always say Manchester United have one problem, which is a good defender who will play against, with Maguire. I think they find that out in Varane. And getting Sancho, this player has an X-factor who can just eliminate defenders, get a goal from an individual brilliance. It's a good thing to have in the team. So they've done very well. I think another team that have done very well secretly is uh, Aston Villa. They've bought a lot of quality players. They bought the Jamaican, I forgot his name, from Le- Bailey from yeah, Bayern Leverkusen. They bought Ings from Southampton. Uh, they bought uh, Bendouin, Bendua from Norwich. Uh, they've bought, although they've lost Grealish, which is a big uh, minus for them, but they've bought well. Uh, I think those two teams are, are, are two co- uh, clubs I don't know well in the market so far. Okay. Yeah, a lot happened in England. Now, in Spain, where there's plenty of pain. Somebody say say there is pain in Spain. Actually, plenty of it. Now, the Liga say Lionel Messi or Barcelona announced that Lionel Messi will not be playing for Barcelona come next season. He broke the hearts of so many Barcelona fans. It's not sure to me, but like when Diego Maradona died, the same feeling most uh, Barcelona fans are having. Even to the footballing world, it was like a shock to them to hear that the once revered or the still revered Messi is taking a bow in Barcelona. They say reports have it that Barca wanted Messi, Messi wanted to sign, but just that. The fair play rule in Barcelona, in Spain, in La Liga, will not allow it to happen. Even if they keep Messi, they can't still afford his wages due to the financial crisis working the, the, the team. No, Max, as a Barcelona fan, or our, our, okay, let me make it official. Our, our Spanish uh, La Liga analyst, what, what do you make of all this story about La Liga, Messi, and Barcelona? 
Well, it was shocking. We can't deny that fact. Like, they shook the footballing world. And to this day, to this very, very moment in the studio, we're still feeling the impact of that, of that, of that news. Note that one million fans have unfollowed Barcelona socially on their social media. Like, they lost one million fans. The first one hour of that message being air up. So we can't even count now these days. And to me, to me, I feel there's more twist to that story because there are aspects where Barcelona are saying this. Even though Messi himself or his own agent, his dad, have not come out to say anything, they are still quiet about the situation. But Barcelona is out because the ultras of Baka came out asking that they are angry, they are bitter, that the club need to explain why Messi. Like this is the greatest export we've had or import if you want to put it we have in, in, in footballing world this is the greatest player that grills la liga ever ever Name, you can list the whole players that played la liga apart exception from ronaldo because he's a good player he's a great player he's a marvelous player but messi why why we're saying so he was born and brought up in spain in la masia he understood the philosophy the academy the playing pattern of Baka, and he played this to the ultimate best like you can't ask for more asking him for more it means you're asking god why you understand so he gave us everything for good solid 21 years this is not the kind of player you just wake up one, one, one morning and say he's no longer in barcelona so there's more twist to the story like to, to me I, I i kept on saying that i still don't believe that mess is out maybe Baka are just trying to play their own part in this whole story to make it look as if okay they want to outsmart La Liga because the situation is here is that Javi Tiabia is the president of La Liga is having serious issues with the president of Real Madrid and Baka and an assistant this is a way of getting to them because there was this leak audio that came out when he was asking them to choose either keeping Messi or going ahead with the Super League and the whole story was just coming out he said for prior to that day Javi Tiabia came out and said La Liga needed Messi. La Liga wants Messi. But note that they cannot bend the financial fair play rule for anybody, even if he's the best player in the world. Come on, this is Messi we are t- talking about. Without him, how many people will want to watch La Liga? We lost Ronaldo previous season, and we lost a lot of fans viewing La Liga. Now you're losing Messi. To me, it's just an ordinary league. I prefer watching championship now than watching um, La Liga. It's, it's a fact, you understand? Yeah. So they need to we need to wait and see. I feel there's still more story to this. Who knows? We might rest and the ESPN correspondent yesterday when they asked him where do you think Messi is going to after this whole shenanigan, he said he pointed out back at first before PSG. So who knows? Okay, actually, I'm, I'm coming to you now. Uh, it sounds funny. It sounds odd. Just like Max has explained, it sounds unbelievable to see Messi in this. To see Messi, Barcelona, La Liga in this quagmire. Now, personally, if you ask me, I feel that's a twist to this story. Something's gonna, something is gonna happen. It can't just go like that. I don't know if you, sh- if you share the same opinion. And if you, if you think there's a twist to the story. Why do you think there should be a twist to this, to, to this story? You know, they asked the president of Barcelona, Laporta, right, uh, what he thinks about if there's going to be a change. What he said was he doesn't want to promise the supporters anything. Messi is not, they agree also, Messi is not a Barcelona player anymore, he can't sign for anybody. For me, I also kind of agree with Max. I feel, someone said the only player that can replace Messi in Barcelona is Messi. I feel there, there might still be a twist, you know. 
until he signs for PSG. I'm not going to believe it. Until I see the dotted lines, I see, okay, yeah, Messi is signing. I won't believe it. I feel he still belongs. I can't see Messi in another shirt. I just can't imagine Messi in the French League. Like, who's, what's he going to do? Play Champions League alone? Because the French League for me is not uh, really uh, what Messi should be, you know, playing. You know, I think Messi belongs in a more competitive league, like maybe in England or Italy before the French. But uh, like I said, only few clubs can afford him, which is maybe City, uh, uh, PSG, and maybe Chelsea. Yeah, so I guess for me, I still feel there's still a twist to it. So much jokingly say and Arsenal can afford him if they sell the, their whole their whole club. It's all right. Okay, now enough about we can This story can never can, can never end. It will be it will be on the, it will be a, a, a talking point until the seasons actually start or until the end of 31st of August. Finally, we're talking about Olympics. We saw how yesterday the Japanese Olympics team lost to Mexico. Mexico, who won the Olympics in 2012, the champions, they were the gold medal in 2012, lost, won the bronze medal yesterday. I watched the match, it was an interesting match. I saw how passionate the Japanese were. They actually needed that bronze medal. This Olympics this year has been filled with emotions. People really want to win. And you don't win, there's a problem. Mm, Deji, you watched the match yesterday. Yeah, so uh, today Brazil is currently playing Spain, Spain, Spain now, and it's like it's a goalless situation. Watching the live in the in the studio, I, 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 I feel I, I feel I feel Brazil has been Brazil have been dominating football in a in a while now. They won the final of the of the Copa America. They were the last gold medalist in the Olympics, and Spain is nowhere close to success. They have been since they won the Euros in 20, 2012. They have been a shadow of themselves. Uh, what do you think this pendulum is pendulum we swing to today? You think Brazil or Spain is going to win it? I would, I would have lost Spain to win it just for them to come up a bit. But what, what do you think? I think probably the, the favorite will be Brazil uh, to win it. But Spain have a lot of players playing the national team. Although Brazil also. But I think Spain, because most of their players were in the last Euros just now. The likes of Pedri, uh, Torres, uh, Garcia, Olmo, yeah. So they have a quality team. The problem is scoring goals has always been their problem. Uh, but Brazil, very strong team, consistent. The boat, the boat, the boat were lucky in the semi-finals. Uh, Spain scored an extra time goal uh, through Asensio and Brazil had to win on penalties. It's going to be a very tight one. I don't, I don't think there will be many goals in this final. I think a one goal, 1-0 win uh, will determine the winner of this game. So I'll, I'll edge you to Brazil, but I feel it's going to be a very tight game. Max, you share the same opinion? Yeah, I, I share the same opinion with my with my colleague in the studio. Because I feel in, in Olympics this year, Brazil have the best best record, the best defensive team. Le- few goals. Their first match was the only match they considered two goals. That's against Germany, the four-two match. And after then, they've only considered only one goal. So defensively, and they have the great Daniel Alves because he's the great Daniel Alves, the only player with the highest trophy in the world. He's their captain. So the coordination, the the um, the the orderliness, and the way they play is there. And having Richardson as their front man up front, man, is marvelous. I'm, I'm seeing them taking this trophy back home again, doing what Neymar and Co did. So I give it to Brazil. Okay, guys, he's taking it. Brazil, he sees Brazil 
winning the gold medal in this year's Olympics. Well, for us here, um, this is how the cookie crumbles on today's edition of the podcast. This is the 27th edition of our podcast, and we are doing very well. Season 1, episode 27. Okay, Max, the um, Black Child, and Cecily, say thank you for coming to this occasion. Until we come your way again next week, don't forget, this is the full speed. Like Reverend Father Perry Kadimbo always say, our duty as men and women is to act as if it were impossible to fail. It's a wrap, y'all. Bye-bye. God bless you.